what it is how's it going everybody today we're going to be talking about public domain we're going to talk about all of the stories film music tv who knows what else that's out there for you to even use for your own art purposes talk about all the things from ragged stories to good ones bad movies that have been made great movies that have been made who knows and the only way for you to find out what we have to say is to sit back relax grab a snack grab a beverage and listen on in to the first ones to die. Hey everyone, welcome to the first ones to die podcast. My name is Jonathan. I am here with Alex and Jerome. Alex, how you doing? How are you? Um, I'm doing okay. It's not been a bad day. It was a little slow at work, so I kind of just did really nothing. Um, but other than search like top the topic we were going to do today, so that's what I was doing at my paying job. Nice. And has your week been good? Yeah, like I said, there's nothing been too exciting this week other than the fact that we like recorded. On a weird day, I know. the last episode. It's like we're so, like this really, is like the closest I feel like we've recorded back to back. It's thrown us out of whack. Yeah. No, that's not <laughs> yeah, true. The closest we've odd. recorded back to back is, is on the like, same day mm. doing two at the same yeah. time. True. Do the yeah, same day. But like still, I now, I now feel like I'm seeing you guys too much. It's like too much. <laughs> See you guys in the same week. Um, Saturday, which, which will have already <clears throat> passed, but Saturday I am going to the Flower and Garden Expo. Oh. Uh, with Lauren and I'm super excited for it. We went, I think it was either last year or the year before. Time is weird. Um, and it was really fun. You get to see all these really one beautiful designs that people use for, you know, with flowers and designs. And then there's also all these amazing plants that you get to buy and stuff like that. And I'm looking to refresh in my herb garden. The the ice storm took a lot of them out, except for the mint. But mint is an invasive species and it will live no matter what. <laughs> Nice. So, nice. well, it sounds like you have some exciting plans. It sounds like you've had a, a pretty good week, um, Jerome. Yeah. Can you say the same? Well, Jonathan, yourself? how are you doing? What are you, what are you up to? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, we got those. Jerome said, out "Forget about me." What have you been up to? <laughs> Is there something I don't saying? know about? What's going on, Jonathan? <laughs> I don't know. Is there? Um, but it is. It's it's interesting to to go second because I'm. I feel like I usually cap it off. Um, but my week's been pretty, <laughs> my week's been pretty cool. Um, I went to San Diego on Wednesday for work. Uh, it was my first time in San Diego and, uh, it was cool. The drive down was pretty easy. The drive back up was not because we were in, in traffic, but, uh, it was fun. It was a cool day. The day before that I was, uh, walking to my car. I posted this on Instagram and all of a sudden I see Zed. Uh, the DJ. Wow, cool. Yeah. yeah. And um, for those who are listening to the audio, uh, I put up a picture. And um, uh, of course, Zed, baby, why don't you just meet me in the... I'm, 
<laughs> I mean, like if they don't know who Zed is, they're not gonna. You singing a song ain't gonna help them. They're just gonna be like, uh, but they're okay. all not, no, not entirely true. Like you know the songs, but you don't know the people. That's true. I guess, like, that's, that's true. me totally. I, guess that's true. I know songs. I don't know people anymore. I used to, yeah, but like, yeah. So it's useful. <laughs> but uh, the uh, th- that's the interesting of, of interesting thing of um, working in Hollywood. You just never know who you're gonna run into. Yep. You meet all types of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, James Charles came into uh, <laughs> the attraction, <laughs> and um, <laughs> it was it was interesting. He, he was he shining. Did he have all the glitter on and everything? Is he, was he just shiny? <laughs> um, I. Well, while you think about that, I'll be right back. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Alex said this conversation is getting derailed, so I'm gonna have to leave. (laughs) Any mention of James Charles? I'm gonna have to bounce. Uh, Um, Other than that, yeah, it's it's been a cool week. Good, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Jerome, Uh, how has how has your week been? Uh, you know, I don't know. (laughs) You didn't have something special saved. No, uh, no, I, uh, my week was fine. I, you know, didn't really do much. I've been kind of getting prepared to do more D&D stuff because I'm in a D&D mood. Been uh, coming off of uh, Legend of Vox Machina ending. Um, it was a fun season. I'm excited for season three. Um, but also been watching a lot <clears throat> of Dimension 22. So, you know, got a lot of D&D content going on that's given me a lot of ideas of stuff to do for my own campaign that I'm running. So got some ideas um but also uh saw um or uh still loving last of us i think it's really exciting i can't wait to see um how the show ends especially because i'm like we have a we have a lot lot to go through yeah we have a lot to go through (laughs) and minimal episodes to do it i feel like but i'm trusting the writers uh i mean they got the original writer from the um video game helping with the writing for this show so i trust them to figure out the way to kind of make it all fit in because it seems like they're doing the first game for the first season so i you know i'm i'm expecting them to hit that landmark at the end and and hit the uh hit the uh uh ending pretty strong um so i'm excited i'm excited for the next episode um and uh, also, I've been meaning to tell you, Jonathan, but I keep forgetting because there's like other stuff I'm I'm doing or, or watching. Started watching Abbott Elementary. I'm all caught hey, up. So all caught uh, up. Oh, you're you're better than me then, because I yeah. I, I listen, mean, when Wednesday comes, I'm hitting Hulu watching Abbott Elementary, <laughs> and I got my girlfriend into it because she wants to be a teacher one day, and so I was like, babe, this is a show for you. Because uh, Janine reminds me of her so much <laughs> in so many ways. Not every way. Janine's a lot more clingy and like, <laughs> and and it causes more problems than she solves a lot of the time. I'm like, that's not my girlfriend. But, you know, the 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 best parts where she's very caring. She cares about the kids. She's a great teacher. That stuff. I'm like, that's you. <laughs> so, but Aww. she loves it too. She loves the show. Um, so I'm, I'm just, I'm really enjoying Ava Elementary a lot uh so you know i've been watching a lot of just really decent content to just fill up my time and excited to see ant-man and the wasp Uh, a lot of there's already been a lot of chatter 
uh, by this point, it's like the weekend, the opening weekend's passed by the time this comes out. But uh, there's a lot of chatter about Quantumania because it's supposed to be the big one because Kang's in it and all that stuff. So I like, you know, I'm trying my best to avoid the internet <laughs> so that I don't get spoiled because I'm not going to watch it this weekend. I didn't watch it this past weekend. Uh, me and Alex, me and you, Alex, we'll get a group together and we'll watch it together um, sometime. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm actually excited to see it, and I have heard really great things about it, too. See, I'm um, hearing like middling things, and it would, really, like, I've heard like really yeah. positive buzz. Like, people are really enjoying it; they're having fun. And then Paul Rudd's just like the collars bother me. Um, Paul Rudd's just fun to be like a fun actor to watch on screen too. Like he brings so, so much to his characters, and it's always just you know a little always comedic. So, like, I'm excited to see when this. I really enjoyed Ant-Man. Like, I know it wasn't the most popular um, Marvel one, but it was, like, one of my favorites. I like the Ant-Man movies. I don't think I I really like the second one as much as I like the first one, but I really like the first one a lot. I wanted to learn sleight of hand magic because of him. Those, like, couple (laughs) scenes where he's just doing it. I was like, that's really cool. I want to do that. Uh, But so far, the positive things I have heard about the movie is that Paul Rudd and Jonathan Majors are great in it, Um, which Jonathan Majors is great in anything he's in. So I had no doubts about that. But also I was like, this is Paul Rudd's character. Like he's he's been Ant-Man for like five movies now. Like he's got this. (laughs) Um, Speaking of Jonathan Majors, too, by the way, I'm excited for one last thing I'm going to talk about is... uh, well, I am excited for Creed. It, he looks good in Creed. But there was a movie that was at Sundance where he plays like a bodybuilder. Uh, I forget what it's called. I think it's called Magazine Magazine Dreams, I think is what it's called. I'm excited to see that. I, I can't wait to when it comes out. But it's like he plays a bodybuilder. It's, there, a lot of people <clears throat> compared it to like Whiplash, but with bodybuilding as opposed to like jazz drumming. Like it's, mm. it's that level of descent. Like how far will you go? Yeah, like that's sent into madness for success, like kind of like Black Swan too. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm curious to see. I'm like Jonathan, and anything Jonathan Majors is in, I'm watching. Like I don't care what it is. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's sold. I'm coming. To, I'm getting a ticket. I'm coming to see the movie. <laughs> so, oh well, like there's certain there's always certain actors you will go to a theater for. Like I don't mm-hmm. care. They're in it. I'm going. Let's do this. Yeah, and that's how Denzel was for a lot of people. When Denzel is like, Denzel watched his names on the movie, I'm buying the ticket. <laughs> the movie doesn't look good. I don't care. Denzel Washington's in it. I'm coming to see it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of fictional characters, though. <laughs> we're going yeah, it wasn't as good as the that. last one. It, it wasn't no, it was not. Yeah, no, the other one was better. <laughs> but it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, we're talking about public domain today, uh, mainly because if you listened to our last episode, we said we were going to be doing a review of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, but that was before we realized how hard it was to so see the, the damn movie. movie. <laughs> Cause why I'm the is it only, so I think difficult? I'm the only one that actually watched it. I was literally, <clears throat> <clears throat> I was, I, I saw that on Wednesday, it was like released everywhere. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, okay, cool. It's it's oh, on on a Wednesday. It's getting released in all these places. So I just assumed that would, you know, continue throughout the weekend, but it didn't. No, it was mass release for one day, and I only knew that because uh, Ari was asking. She wanted to watch it with me just to spend some time and like do date night, and she was like, 
uh, she's like, well, when are you going to see it? I was like, well, it comes out because, and this was on Wednesday. I was like, it comes out today. So let me look at the cal. Like, let me look at it. And then I was looking at showtimes. I was like, well, all the showtimes are at seven at all these theaters, but I'm kind of tired. Like, let me see what the showtimes are for the other days. So I click over all like, it's like, it's like all of the movie theaters just disappeared. I was like, what the hell is this? It's like all of them were gone. And then I looked up to see if there was a streaming option, but it's not streaming. No, I did too. That was my next thing. I was like, please, can I just stream or something? Do I have to go to a movie theater today to see this movie? <laughs> and so it's like, and we ended up going at, at, at one of the AMCs at seven. It was the only mass release was on that Wednesday. And then well, I think maybe- Saturday, I think it'll like, which will be passed by the time this comes out. But the uh, Saturday is when it's a uh, mass release again, for some reason. Okay. Maybe we can still do the the review uh, just another just time. a little later. Yeah, yeah. I like I got actually a little sick on Wednesday, and I was like, "All right, I'm not even gonna bother looking up movie times. I just want to like be in bed." And that's when I messaged you guys, or when we started talking about it. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna actually try to just watch it early on or later on Friday, between work and this, and then." learning all that i was like what in the hell where did the movie go yeah and there was so much about it being released and like oh this is winnie the pooh dark side i was like oh it's probably gonna be everywhere there's probably gonna be like a quick showing i can go to somewhere at like the amc near our house and like nope nope it was just gone well without spoiling the movie i can tell you you didn't miss much all right <laughs> like it the- doesn't look like much is missed but it's still the whole concept of mm-hmm. well it's just it, it like clearly the movie didn't get past the concept like when it's winnie the pooh and piglet murdering people that's it like there, there's no but the, the problem is there's no plot there's no rhyme or reason for anything that happens in the movie and characters make decisions that are so dumb you can't possibly believe that these people have made it to adulthood without just like <laughs> like without risking their their lives every day because it's just ridiculous it's so bad and it's not bad in the way of like oh man this is kind of funny how bad it is because the cinematography really decent there's some great shots in there and some of the editing editing's pretty solid the practical effects are pretty good for like the blood and gore and stuff they use a lot of cg blood <laughs> and the cg looks terrible <laughs> like you can clearly tell they had no budget for the cg but the practical effects and stuff even the costumes like uh of Pooh and piglet look really good they look really decent actually um, for like a low budget film. Like I was thoroughly impressed. I was like, that's actually pretty good. Um, but everything else is terrible. The acting's bad. The characters don't make sense and you barely give a crap about any of them. Like they make dumb decisions and the killers, Pooh and Piglet, their rhyme or reason for being killers isn't there. You don't even know what they want or why they're doing what they're doing. You get Wait, some sight are they hints. humans in costumes or are no, they just like- it is Pooh and Piglet, but grown up now. Like uh, the idea is like Christopher Robin as a kid, they were the Pooh and Piglet we know them from, from the book. Then like 20 years later, uh, they've now gotten bigger. Well, I mean, that's kind of like the idea, like, cause uh, Winnie the Pooh characters were the imagination of Christopher Robin. You try being wished into existence by a child and then left to grow as this mutation. He's a giant ass teddy bear. 
That's the thing, though, Alex, I like wish you. any of that explanation was there. Literally, Christopher Robin in the movie constantly just scream, well, like, as the atrocities happen, he's like, why are you doing this? And Pooh and Piglet don't talk. So, literally, it's just him saying that for, oh. the, enti- for the entire runtime of the movie. Every time he's on screen, why? Why? And I'm like, yes, bitch, why? <laughs> like, answer the question. Oh, and I'm, looking at, I'm looking at some of the imagery. Piglet is like an actual, like, hog. Yeah, he's like a warthog. Right. Yeah, <laughs> with tusk and everything. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because literally, when I realized yesterday, I was like, okay, I because I got off work early today, so I'm like, maybe if there's a chance, I could watch it uh, before the podcast, like after I get off work. Nope, I would have to be watching it right now when we're recording because we're recording on <laughs> Friday. And the only times that this is playing is at 7 p.m. each day. Yeah, so it's just, it's, it's, if you want, I, I would say this if you want to have a, uh, a, you know, vague laugh, I'm, it's not laugh out loud a minute, but there are some goofy parts in it that can make you chuckle for sure. And if you're like looking to watch a B movie, I would say wait till this comes out on streaming and then watch it. Don't spend your $20 to go to the movie theater because it's only evening showing. So you're not getting to pay at least least if we were paying matinee price, I would say go see it. You have to pay (laughs) evening price to see this. Don't waste your money to watch this movie. This is a YouTube. This is a YouTube short film that just so happened to make its way into the theater. That's how I felt the entire time watching this movie. Like it's well shot. It's well edited. I love the practical effects. I think this person, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know the director's name, but I think this director has potential to be a good horror movie director, just if he had a better script. So that being like, I think, you know, Reese Code Pros with the Waterfield in his yeah. directorial debut. Yeah. So I think, I think if he had like a better script with some real characters, and some really decent actors. He could make actually a pretty decent horror movie. It's just well, that it, this ain't it. <laughs> it was it was written, directed, and produced by him. That's what I'm saying. Don't write your own stuff no more. Like, <laughs> like some some people can't be writer directors. Some people are just really good directors, and just like some people are really good writers. Like it's hard to do both. I mean, it is. I've done it before. It, Trust me, it's hard. So it's basically just deranged fan fiction yeah that is basically what it is (laughs) yeah because fan fiction never comes with like a plot or anything it's just like this weird ass story like that they pulled out in the middle of like a show or a book or something so you just paid money to see a fan fiction on screen yeah Yeah. we told streaming (laughs) but um but in honor of that movie because all of us couldn't watch it today we're going to uh today i don't know why i can't talk right now today we're just going to talk about public domain stuff and uh you know we'll also define for those who do not know what public domain means we'll get into it uh in fact if we go by uh, wikipedia stuff go ahead this i was just going to say this relates to winnie the pooh blood and honey because uh famously uh this movie was created because Winnie the Pooh was formerly not in the public domain. And the second it became a public domain title, um, this movie was created. Uh, If it was still under, who owned it previously? Disney? Probably, I think Disney did. 
Okay. I think, I, I think they did. I think they had a majority of the rights because they only because everything was sold under Disney for Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, well, because probably a majority of rights. And I thought they had re- were going to retain it because they made that Christopher Robin movie. That was the whole point of making that Christopher Robin movie was to retain Just so the they rights. Could retain the rights. Yeah. Uh, but now, um, yeah, because this movie wouldn't have been made under Disney. Um, and for for <laughs> anyone who who essentially wants to know what public domain means, um, I I have a definition. But Jerome did. Uh, well, no, did go ahead, Jonathan. Okay. Uh, so basically, the term public domain refers to creative materials that are not protected by intellectual property or IP laws, such as copyright, trademark, or patent laws. The public owns these works, not an individual artist or author. Anyone can use a public domain work without obtaining permission, but no one can ever own it, which means since Winnie the Pooh is now in the public domain, we could get together and create uh, a, a new movie or song based on uh, Winnie the Pooh and no one can sue us for it because right. no, nobody owns it anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. Famously... I, I, I can say I openly ne- have never wanted to create a different version of Winnie the Pooh nor like any <laughs> anything like... I've never had the thought of for Winnie the Pooh. I just want to put that out there. Right. <laughs> but it's not just... It's not just like titles or characters that are in public domain... Songs are in public domain, like the national anthem or uh, "Happy Birthday." Now, "Happy Birthday" used to be um, owned by, I think, the writer's family uh, of "Happy Birthday." Now, the uh, black version is owned by Stevie Wonder. He is. owns that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why up until like, I think it was like maybe it was like less. It was definitely less than ten years ago that "Happy Birthday" came into public domain because up until then. Anytime, uh, like Happy Birthday would play it on TV or in a movie, they, that those people would have to pay rights for it. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I like you know. So, audience, we're gonna go through some public domain stuff that we've maybe seen, or stuff we think should be in public domain, or stuff that is in public domain that hasn't been turned into a movie yet. That'd be really cool to see. Um. And, you know, just have another whole conversational episode, Some uh, which surprisingly y'all really like. Like most of our conversational episodes, the first ones to die talks about uh, segments actually do really well. So you're welcome. <laughs> Making lemons well, I mean, out of lemonade. <laughs> they're, they're interesting topics. Yeah. And you wouldn't, you, you don't have to have normal. Right. And you don't have to have like watched something uh, in order to engage in this conversation now funny enough i the uh, character because i'm looking at 14 movie character famous movie characters that are in the public domain that i would love to see uh like uh well the, that's the article anyway but there's one character on this list and i'm like i want to see this character in another movie that's not made by this company that's already making the movies and that's thor Mm. Thor, the version of Thor that's in the Marvel films is technically not based off Norse mythology. It's based off of the Marvel comic books version of Thor. So technically, anybody could make a movie about Thor as long as it's about, as long as it originates from the Norse mythology. Uh, I don't know why I can't speak today. Norse mythology version <laughs> of Thor. 
I would love to see somebody do a Thor movie who's not, uh, you know, it, like just to compete with, I don't know, Marvel's Thor. Because Marvel's Thor at this point is like, I hate to say it, he's an idiot. <laughs> like, he's so bad. He's so dumb. Also, Alex is gone now. No! <laughs> <laughs> I think, did she hop off? Or I think she, I think she might have hopped off. Maybe I I don't know actually. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Really bad drum, but uh, but yeah, nice. you know I would love to see Thor used in other properties. I mean, we already got like God of War Thor in the God of War video games, um, and he was he's pretty cool. It was a pretty cool version of Thor. <laughs> but uh, I would love to see you know someone do so do like a movie about Thor or a movie about just Norse mythology and what their version of Thor would be. Especially because of Norse mythology, Thor's kind of a jerk. <laughs> Not in a Zeus well, level way. No, I will. Norse mythology is a little different. Like, like uh, someone broke it down too because they were talking about God of War. How in the God of War series, like the Greek gods are like awful and they just pick on humanity because they can. The Norse gods, all their stories about how the Norse gods pick on other Norse gods. Like, all their fighting is infighting, as opposed to just, like, destroying humanity or picking on humanity because they can. It's like, no, it's more like they hurt each other. So you could do a really cool Norse gods movie that would be very, I mean, that's like, kind of what they. That's kind of what they did a little bit for the new Thor movie, uh, Love and Thunder, was that they showed... Oh, Thor being, you know, the sweet one kind of trying to help everybody out. And all the other gods were just being assholes. Right. <laughs> and mocking everybody. Yeah, so they kind of did that. So I just think that'd be cool. I, I, but mainly that's just because I love mythology. So I would love to see Thor used in other I would love to see a version of, of Loki. Yeah. Loki, the trickster, the trickster vibe is still there, but like he's so much different in north norse mythology and he's so much more powerful and he does so much more different things that it'd be interesting to just kind of see what they could you know show from the actual mythology of it did you guys know the superman 1940s cartoon series is in public domain yes it's and it's it's awesome. First of all, if you haven't watched that original cartoon, it's good and still holds up today. I love the animation for that cartoon. And it's classic Golden Age Superman. You know, jump a building in a single bound, faster than a locomotive. <laughs> I did not watch Superman as a kid. Yeah, that car- I think the special thing about that cartoon was there's no dialogue. It's just su- like Superman, like it started the same always. Clark Kent would walk out of a building, something crazy would happen, and then Superman would be like, "This looks like a job for Superman." And then he runs into a telephone booth, turns to Superman, and the cartoon starts. That's like that's the that was the only piece of dialogue you got. That and also the it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Like that's it. And I, it's classic. I love the love that cartoon so much. Um, I saw on this list uh, of things that are entering public domain this year that um, the jazz singer um, and Dracula, uh, well, Dracula the play. And the jazz singer, ah. <laughs> the film, which is the first ever uh, talkie 
film. So the first ever film to have recorded dialogue, uh, those are entering public domain as well. Interesting. That's really cool. Yeah. You don't think about the older films like that. Um, I kind of, you. I always have this weird assumption that they're already public domain because it's been so long. Yeah. Most of them are st- like, like a I lot guess, of yeah. studios still want to hold on to a lot of those old movies in case anyone ever uses them for anything. Mm-hmm. And Especially the jazz singer is- too. The the play of Chicago. Mm-hmm. The uh, the jazz singer is uh, is Warner Brothers. Hmm. Or, okay. Yeah. It, well, I guess it used to be now. Well, no, Warner Brothers still like created it. But you know what it is, though? A lot of that old stuff, like public domain, like being released into public domain makes sense because it wasn't until like you got like, you know, when it comes to media, a lot of people have to remember that for a long time, the idea of product behind movie was just that it was just the movie. It was just that like the movies would be made or TV show would be made. And then what comes next is making uh like a dvd or or not even a dvd like a tape or something or whatever then you get to like the star wars era where star wars in fact that's one of the biggest deals of all time where george lucas uh when they when he made star wars and signed it to i forget who owned star wars back in the day but um when it was being released he signed a deal that basically to the studio that they were like, yeah, we own the rights to Star Wars. And George was like, that's fine. You can have the rights to my movie. I just want the merchandising rights, which was the rights to every toy, product, t-shirt, like, you know, all the product, t-shirts, launch boxes, everything. And they were like, okay, sure, have at it. Like, what? Like you think anyone's going to buy any toys for this stupid sci-fi movie you made for a low budget? That Like, because no one had faith in it n- at all. They thought it was going to bomb. Yeah. The the actors didn't even have faith, faith in it, right? They, um... I think, I think Mark they, Hamill, like, were... I think, ha- was into it. And I think Harris, I think Harrison Ford didn't really have faith in it. I think he was just like, because he was just friends with George Lucas because he had done, um... I forget the what it was what the movie he did with him before that was called uh, American Graffiti. He had done American Graffiti with George, so they were friends. Oh. Um, but I don't think he I don't think he had faith in Star Wars. Um, but they like it blew up, you know, and became Star Wars. And George made millions upon millions of dollars off of all the and toys and still. everything else. And so ever since then, Hollywood does not like not bank on like it doesn't matter if the movie looks like it's gonna fail we don't know what's gonna be popular we want those merchandising money so it's like it's interesting to think about old movies back then that uh realistically should be public domain but because of how studios operate now they want to hold on to anything and everything because they never know what could come back and make them a good chunk of change if it becomes popular again isn't that why we got like 20 different Cinderella movies almost every other year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cinderella. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, so I think many, all they're the... like, why do you keep making Cinderella movies? Yeah. Right. Because they can keep those rights. What? Wait, I was going to say, because I, I was going to say Disney, all of the Cinderella stuff that's been released has been Cinderella, but it hasn't. Because Amazon, the Camila Cabello one, 
Amazon released that. Well, there's like Cinderella is probably one of those ones where there's a lot of there's like much like Marvel, how like Marvel can only make their version of Thor. They can't. Yeah. Like, I mean, they could make a Thor movie. Yeah. Like regular, but they only make that version of Thor. Same thing with Cinderella. I think Disney owns the rights to the fairy tale version of Cinderella, but not the premise. So you can make a Cinderella movie. It just can't be like fairy tale. Like, yeah, you know, what I mean, it can't be that, but it can be. You oh, know, that's, take place in the modern. Y'all went day. along with that. Oh my god! Yeah, that's no, awesome. That's I know. It was, I knew it was we Mary know, Poppins. Just, I just went. I, I just kept going. I didn't even realize. <laughs> I started. You're thinking that no, you want bippity boppity boo. No, I didn't even notice. I was just like, oh yeah. I just I was on a roll, so I was just gonna keep going. I thought I did, to myself, I'm like, wait, like, who, sing, who sings that song? No, that is in, an entirely different <laughs> Um, or but or or the Brandy version. Still Disney uh, though, I think. The Brandy yeah, Brandy's still version. Disney. Uh, impossible. That's yeah. That's still Disney. Which uh-huh. they're they're making a um a new one that Brandy's going to be in. Interesting. Like not a new not a new Cinderella, but it's one of the you know the Descendants movies. Oh yeah yeah oh, yeah. yeah. They're making a, like a spinoff of that. Which uh, play. All right. Well, well I say <laughs> the Descendants movies look stupid. I have never watched one of them. Well, we say Disney's music is still so good. It still holds up. There are a couple songs from there I have on my playlist. <laughs> Like, they didn't need to hit that hard. Those are good songs. It was like, what the hell, Disney? Uh, speaking of this? adaptations, The Little Mermaid, they, they are they are hiding that movie. I don't know why, because the movie comes out this summer, and they still have yet to release a full trailer. The only thing they released was their, ga- their big game spot for Super Bowl, and even that was only 30 seconds, and you could barely see anything. <laughs> So I'm just like, worried about this movie that it's going to be super dark because every like trailer or scene that I've seen, it looks almost pitch black going on. It does look. It, I was like, yeah, where's the color? Like everything's muted. And I'm like, you're underwater. <laughs> you, you have the resources to make this bright and colorful, especially because you're dealing with a character with bright red hair. Well, deep sea is dark. Okay. I it's guess, but I'm like, here's the thing, Jonathan, this is a fictional world. Mermaids don't exist either. <laughs> Nor do talking crabs and octopus women, but they are in this movie, so <laughs> put some color in there. That's, you know what? You got a point there. You know what I'd actually <laughs> like to see? I'd like to see Mary Poppins. I mentioned Spoonful of Sugar. <laughs> so <laughs> let's just keep going with Mary Poppins. I'd like to see Mary Poppins enter the domain and she's like an action superstar and she's played Why? by Monet. <laughs> she's <laughs> something different. Change it up. Right. I mean, I bet but you have to know with that now. Okay, but here's because the question. He How the story is she Mary Poppins then? You know what I'm saying? Because she has the umbrella, it shoots bullets. She still does like the but Mary thing Poppins, where she takes where she the like Banks family kids. come in. <laughs> well, that's there no, are side well, the quests. Are Mary Poppins, we don't need the banks. Yes, well, you do. Just, that's a part of the book. <laughs> well, are, are the banks? Well, anyway, the banks can be in it, but like they're they're just like look. I haven't thought it fully through, but you you can, you can expand. Well, on the this banks story. can be side characters. I mean, it's it, it's how you actually do. Uh, there's another way to skirt around public domain. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, like someone's trying to go by after- changing the story enough. Yeah, because aren't they rich kids? So like, there's there's someone who's trying to abduct the the kids. So Mary Poppins <laughs> is trying to save the kids, and in order to do that, she needs there to stop go. the bad guys. Boom. <laughs> I just love the idea of your your pitch of Taken, but with Mary Poppins, like, I have a particular set of skills. (laughs) If you give back the children now... And she has that crazy bag with everything in there. (laughs) But if you don't give them back, you're going to see me fly down. (laughs) I'm going to rain rain down hot vengeance down upon every last one of you sons of bitches. (laughs) She needs to say that exact dialogue. There we go. See, look, you guys are already writing it. It's perfect. Look, and she it's, has her it's bag recorded. Of magic it's recorded. Too. So yeah. if, if we see if we see Amazon or Netflix steal this idea when Mary Poppins entered oh, the public domain, oh, you think domain, Disney will ever let that go? That one they paid for personally. They are not going to let anyone make any more Mary Poppins content. Walt Disney that. himself probably. <laughs> um. There's a, what was the other one? It's like TV tropes. There's a lot of, a lot of ones that you'd expect to be on here. Like friggin' uh, the Canterbury Tales, uh, Alice in Wonderland. But then there's some on this, I'm looking at a list from uh, TV tropes of public domain. Some of them are really specific. Like this one, John Carter of Mars. It's only the first five books in the US are public domain but then the entire series in europe apart from spain the uk australia canada new zealand and mexico uh can use or uh the eu oh sorry can you uh they can use the entire series but uh spain especially they can't use any of it it's like why is it so specific per region Actually, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is the same way. It's a book I'm very in love with. In the U.S., you can actually use it a certain way, and it's fine. But in the U.K., they, the family still owns, or the publishing company, still owns rights, and they can't do it that way without approval first. Hmm. So, yeah, I was thinking, I was like, that's really weird. So I could create something as long as it stays in the U.S. Cool, I can mess with his book and his story. But once I go outside the U.S., then it's like, no, you can't you, do that. That's you'll get arrested. Cool. <laughs> I'll get arrested from I don't know who arrests copyright people. Man, yeah, there's but I just there's a lot of these that I'm like I we've seen so many versions of them that I'm like I don't want to see another movie. <laughs> like like Pride and Prejudice. I'm like we've gotten enough Pride and Prejudice movies for one lifetime. Like we've like we don't need to do no more. I <laughs> the the concept of Pride and Prejudice too is tiring. I think the only Pride and Prejudice I like is the one. Um, oh hell, I can't remember any of the actors' names now. <coughs> it's the more more popular one, not uh, the one with there, Colin Firth, but the one right after that. Uh, yeah, I feel like is there one with um, Kira Knightley in it? There's one with Colin. Yeah, Kira Knightley. I like that one. And I think that's the one they did good. And then after that, they've gotten weirder, and then they tried modern versions, and it's like... There's Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, so... I actually really love that movie, and I do own the series. (laughs) It was weirdly good, so judge all you want. I enjoyed it. But, like, every modern version, they make them look kind of... There's just... That's a different version of it. There's judgment in your eyes. (laughs) Um, But, like, yeah, after that, it's like, okay, I think the concept, I get it cool but like at the same time 
calm down. Uh, like what we were discussing, there's other rom-com stories or there's other romance stories to be told. You don't need to keep using the plot line of Pride and Prejudice for every love story you see in the modern day era even. <laughs> something else. There's got to be something else. I think we need a new and updated Peter Pan. Because Peter Pan, I'm see, is in public domain. You say that, and but then you forget about the movie Pan. That's why I say we need an updated Peter Listen, Pan. Listen, that movie proved we don't need he no knows. more Peter Pan. <laughs> we, no, we, we need a new one for like a palate cleanser. Watch yes, mouth. just done right. <laughs> I remember watching the, the one in early 2000s. I remember that uh, one. And yeah. I loved that one as a it kid. It was good. I watched it in theaters. I remember that movie. Same. It was actually pretty decent. Um, it mm-hmm. wasn't like, the only problem is it was forgettable. Like nobody talks about that movie anymore unless you saw it. Which is kind of a shame because I'm like it. It was actually pretty decent. Yeah. Um, it really played up on the idea of Tinkerbell to like liking Peter Pan. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot, like really a lot. Uh, well, actually, there I is. I have not seen it. I think Disney. Uh, they're releasing a. a it's, it's either a Peter. It's Pan like or a Tinkerbell version movie. of it. It's supposed to be like take place after Peter Pan's already come through. It's supposed to be like, it's supposed to be more about Wendy than it is about Peter Pan. From what I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I know um, Yara Shahidi plays Tinkerbell. Yeah. So it's supposed to be like kind of like a sequel as opposed to, it's supposed to be like Cruella basically, where it's like, it's its own thing. It's not a remake of the movie that it's based off of. Mm. Yeah. This is actually a really good example of how like, even in the same story, two characters can actually be one can be public domain and one can't be or don't have to be anymore. Peter Pan is. Tinkerbell actually isn't. Her character is still owned uh, by Disney because they kept putting out shows much longer after Peter Pan of Tinkerbell and made her own world and everything like that. So Tinkerbell is actually not public domain. Mm. And it's the same way with, um, I think, The Wizard of Oz. Like each individual character is is its own right and one can be public domain one doesn't have to be but i think they're all public domain now i think all of wizard of oz is public domain now it says here that the first 20 books in the land of oz series and an additional seven that There's failed 20 books the copyright in renewed. the land of oz series. so check it out Hell. yes here's here's some here's it's the wonderful wizard of oz the marvelous land of oz ozma of oz dorothy and the wizard of oz uh, wizard, or Dorothy Oz? and the Wizard in Oz. So, yeah, Ozma of Oz, that's one. The Road to Oz, the Emerald City of Oz, the Patchwork Girl of Oz, TikTok of Oz, the Scarecrow of Oz, Rinky Tink in Oz, the Lost Princess of Oz, the Tin Woodman of Oz, the Magic of Oz, Glinda of Oz, the Lost King of Oz, Handy Mandy in Oz, and Queen Zizi of Ix. Which, mind you, these are, <laughs> I don't what know what the, the last one? <laughs> I, gr- Queen Zixi of Ix. I said it, pronounced it wrong the first time. <laughs> what is Ix? I don't know. Is that the, is that the alternate universe? <laughs> that's the other of place Oz? that's not Oz, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That was like ick, like gross ick. No ix. Ix. Yes. Ix. Oh, ix. I was hearing it. I was like, are they talking about a whole world being like ick? Like I'm going to a world like <laughs> where you have the ick. You have the ick. Here's the thing. No one can get the amount of Oz. Like it can get through like all of the Oz stories because they keep messing up the first one. Remember when Disney tried to do Oz the Great and Powerful, and it was like, what are you doing? Just make 
the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, Is that the one why? with uh, James Franco. Yeah, <laughs> I saw like half of it. It was bad. Well, I think I think everyone's. I think anyone who approaches the Wizard of Oz is too hesitant to create just a, a remake of the Wizard of Oz because of the like, just like the iconicness of the original. The original. I mean, like, the, you, yeah. you, I mean, you got the Wiz. They kind of matched you, it. You have the, well, but that's 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 not a remake of the the Wizard of Oz. That's uh, an adaptation of the Broadway. That's musical. true, yeah. But I mean, you're wicked, also. Nice oh, adaptation of the Wizard of Oz. Uh, I think I it. I think it stands wicked. on its own yeah. pretty well as mm-hmm. a nice like piece of Oz, even though it's not necessarily canon. It is like it's a nice like matchup to like Wizard of Oz. Now they're coming out with the movie, which is going to yep. be two parts. If James Corden is in it, I'm telling you now, it's going <laughs> to fail. <laughs> even Alex knows. That's why she got booted out of the street. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's in it. I don't think so. But either. he might find a way. <laughs> James Corden will just just like pop up at James the last. James Corden few needs to be bit. stopped. <laughs> My internet's just the worst tonight. Just the absolute worst. This is really just your guys' show going on. Uh, I'm just like a guest star at the moment. Popping You're in a recurring guest star. And when I hang, when I heard James Corden, I willed my internet to be stable for just a moment so I could ha- tell y'all he needs to be stopped. He needs to be stopped. He, he, I understand he can sing well enough, but like, stop putting him in the musical movies. Stop it. You're killing my movies. I love musical movies. You're just destroying them for me. Like, there, there are certainly people talented enough in his same, like, archetype that can fulfill the role. Why must he be the only, like, person of of this that archetype that has to be in all the movie musicals? I, I don't know, man. I, but here's because the- it's easier than actually, like, looking for people. I think that's all it is. Here's the thing. I feel like somebody could make a good version of the Wizard of Oz in the modern day. Not be, and like, especially because we have the technology to make it bigger and grander than even the regular version. Still make practical effects. Do not make a CG Tin Man or a CG Lion. Cats learn that lesson for everybody else in history. At this point, any, any person, I feel like if you're in a studio and you're just like, I want to make the lion live action using CG. I feel like someone should stop and be like, stop, watch cats. Then come back and tell me that that's a good idea. (laughs) You know what an actual thought I had when I was watching that movie? Mind you, I was a little drunk. I was actually, I thought in my head, I'm really happy Snowball wasn't alive to see this movie. Oh my God. I was like, because we have those Instagram stories where we're like, not while she's alive are we gonna watch this movie and like it did happen but like it was like that that's how bad it was thank god one cat's not around to see what <laughs> what her species has been turned into i'm just saying like it's just i i don't like don't do that but have like some live action live action tin man live action scarecrow live action um lion but you know in costume and then of course dorothy but you could really make Oz look really cool and big and grand with like some really cool CG effects mixed with some practical effects. Like if Steven Spielberg got a hold of Oz, 
I feel like he could make a pretty a pretty dope looking Wizard of Oz. That's that's fair because he did remake West Side Story and that got a lot of good, yeah uh, acclaim. It was pretty good. And West Side Story is like a a classic. Um, I feel like with Wizard of Oz though, they would have to do something completely out of the box, like something that never has never been seen before, because that's what happened with the first movie. You know, you go from black and white to Technicolor. And it's like that amazed people um, when they when they watched Wizard of Oz for the first time. So I feel like it have to be there. There would have to be something with like the technology or something just really innovative that they do for the movie that would. Well, you could do aspect ratio. That's something we couldn't. They couldn't do back then was aspect ratio, where you make it like a four by three, and then as soon as you get some Oz, it widens out, and now we can see the entire like screen. You know. It could do something like in fact actually yeah. the great and powerful that was the one of the things i thought was cool they did that um the for the beginning of the movie is in four by three aspect ratio and then when he gets to oz it widens out to 16 by 9 so i thought that was pretty cool and it goes from black and white too but you know i'm like we've done that before <laughs> it's like this is new <laughs> or you know what they could do <laughs> for the first part of the movie when she's in kansas It'll be black and white, like you're watching the normal movie. And then once she gets to Oz, you have live actors. It's a play. You have <laughs> sets. You have costume changes. Boom. And you can only watch. But it's like it's like it's like nationally uh, broadcast to all of these theaters nationwide. You can only watch it at certain points. So you would go in being like, hmm, why can't I? It would be like Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Like, why are these showings only at 7 p.m.? Why can't I only watch these shows at 7 p.m.? But then when you watch it, it's like, oh, it's in black and white. Oh, oh, these people are actually acting right here. Okay, yeah. You're just pitching doing it live on like Fox or something. <laughs> so then they what? put it on a syndicated network. Yeah. Like they how they did the Wiz oh, live. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh, just they the did the Grinch live. That, I think that was where I saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it would be fun. I think that's where the ugly Grinch came. Um I think there's a lot you could do. And there's so many stories. I think if somebody actually adapted the real first book, because I don't think the Wizard of Oz is actually the first book of Wizard of Oz. I think it's like the third or the fourth one. No, it is. I recall. So I think... The Wonderful Wizard of is Oz it, is, is the first book, yeah. I thought I read something where it was like the second or the third one even. Um, a, a good... Oh, I'm going to jump to a new character. Uh, going, Sticking with the weird... Going back to a little bit of horror. The Headless Horseman. I would love uh, for a good adaption of that. Like a remake of that. Yeah, every time I see a version of that, of Sleepy Hollow, it it sucks. I've not found a good one yet. Did you like the didn't show? That, you can say, didn't that show I run did for not. like 10 seasons? It did. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't have. A lot of the shows that run for 10 seasons should not run for 10 seasons. <laughs> <laughs> it's i mean i don't understand how because i've never i never heard anybody ever talking about that show ever i never heard anybody saying it i never saw promotion there's a lot it. of fox All shows that are like that season. they just run for a while and you're like who's watching they this just exist <laughs> sorry my they bad it exist. only ran for four wow 
It still, feels like, like ran, even if it movie. ran for ten, yeah. <laughs> but like every time I see a version of Sleepy Hollow, Ichabod Crane, the Headless Horseman, they it, they just suck, and I'm always so disappointed because I'm like, the story's really cool, the thought of it is really cool. At least I think so. You know, give me like a decent version or something. Mm-hmm. Give me something spooky, and it can be a classic story. You know, spooky too. I mean, I mean you already I, made our version of Creature of the Black Lagoon, Alex. That could really work. That's true. I think the one I'm thinking about that ran for like 10 seasons is uh, Once Upon a Time. Yeah. That's another one where I was like, who's watching this? <laughs> Didn't the main character <laughs> very dip popular. too? She like yeah. left in the last two seasons. Ooh, the Snow yeah, White she, like, character? The main character. No. Was she? Was she? Uh, no, no. She was like the mother. Uh, her, I think her name was Emma. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I'm going to say it was Emma, but chances of me being wrong are very high. Well, because um, Once Upon a Time stopped being Once Upon a Time and started being, what's the Disney characters we could pull into this thing? Because <laughs> because Once Upon a Time at first was like, hey, it's, you know, fan, fairy tale characters. I mean, it's made by Disney. So, of course, we're going to use, like, our versions of the fairy tale kind of, but it's just going to follow fairy tale tropes. And then it became, I don't know. Man, we're on like season ten. Screw it, Cruella, get in there! <laughs> like that's not a fairy tale. Shut up! They brought and we're giving they brought Cruella in Elsa now. too. Yeah, exactly. They use Frozen, Elsa. Yeah, it's like what and are I was y'all doing? With that. I'm like it. Not that long ago. I I remember so uh, for an acting class um, that I took. Our instructor, she like so we we selected scenes um from i think it, from once upon a time mm-hmm. uh to like perform uh or yeah it was between once upon a time and another show or like a couple other shows but the scene that we picked was from once upon a time and uh or maybe all of them were but that's beside the point um so our instructor whatever scene we picked we had to watch the whole series up until that point so we could get gauge the context of the scene. And I'm like, this makes no sense at all. That seems like and torture. I watching... Right. And the, the seasons are like 22 episodes long. Mm-hmm. So, and an hour oh. long at that, or 44 minutes or whatever. Um, so I'm like, I gotta watch all this just for this one funky scene that we're about to do. Um, and my scene was like season two, episode three or something like that. I'm like, I'm not watching all this. I'll watch season two and then just get the gist. Like, roster clip notes. Like, (laughs) from what I recall from that show, it was like, I think I watched like the first season and I was like, what the hell's going on? And they made the like family dynamic really complicated. Like, everybody is somebody's grandmother, somebody's related to somebody, somebody dated somebody. And it's like, y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all hitting on incest. Like, getting cl- kind of close to it at a certain point. <laughs> I'll need to pull back there for a second. Um, I think fairy tales kind of need to die a little bit when it comes to, like, storytelling in films. Because people are like, oh, we're going to use a weird version of a fairy tale to make this movie. Or we're going to do this. And it's like, but yeah, I mean, but we already kind of saw something like similar or even close to this. Yeah. Do it, you got to do something fun. Like, I'm still waiting for somebody. And if it, if it needs to be me, I will try and scrape up a budget together. But I'm waiting for somebody to make a adaptation of one of my favorite comic books, um, webcomics, which is Pinocchio Vampire Hunter. 
I want to see that movie or TV show. I don't care what form it takes. I want to see Pinocchio snapping his nose off and stabbing vampires with it like a steak. Because that's what he does in the comic book. Like, it's a cool book. Then there's a whole, like, group of puppet vampire hunters. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> and Is Pinocchio public domain? Yes. <laughs> I, I looked it up. He is public. That's why uh, Guillermo del Toro did his version of Pinocchio. Um, and released it this, uh, last year. Uh, it's getting good buzz too. I haven't watched it yet, but I heard it's amazing. Yeah, it's nominated for the Oscar for animated film, and it won the Golden Globe. I think it'll win the Oscar. From what I've from what I've heard, I've heard like the um, level of stop motion in it is just like unmatched, and yeah. it's just a really good movie in general. So I'm I'm betting on it to win the Oscar. Yeah. Um, another like for the thinking of fairy tale, well, not fairy tales, but tales in general. Uh, one I would like to see Beowulf. I'd like to see a redo of Beowulf. I feel like it wasn't a fair shake. Like the is it public domain? Mm-hmm. The Robert Zemeckis version, because I'm like the Robert Zemeckis version is when he was like on that thing of like the uncanny valley. Excuse me. Uh, like animation, you know, stuff he did for like Polar Express, but with Beowulf. And I was like, man, this ain't Beowulf. Like, like this, it's just trying to be. I remember watching that in high school. I feel old. I watched it in high school. We watched it in English class. Because they're like, it's a Beowulf movie. And we're all like, why is this so creepy, though? It's not I'd good. rather just read the book. Yeah. Well, well, by the time creepy. I hit high school where we actually read it, my teacher was like, do not watch the movie. It is not good. <laughs> it is not worth your time if you like this story. And so I would like to see a redo of it because Beowulf, you could do so much cool stuff with Beowulf. Like, and it's an epic tale. I mean, like, it, hell, put the director who did the Green Knight on it and it'll be a dope movie because I love the Green Knight and how epic that story was, like uh, the, the film version of it. So I would love to see that director take Beowulf and do something really cool with it. And A24 would do it too because it's right up their alley to make that type of movie. <laughs> They made the Green Knight, so I feel like they would be like, yeah, Beowulf, screw it. Whatever. <laughs> we'll take it. Is it weird? All right, we'll take it. Let's go. That's <laughs> what we do. I'd, I'd like to see, you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see Frankenstein, but as like a coming of age story. <laughs> so, so Frankenstein's monster. Like Frankenstein a teenager? Yeah, like you built a son. Yeah, like or or. Well, now you're just or, making Frankenstein Pinocchio. <laughs> no, but <gasps> or you're not wrong. Or Frankenstein builds his monster as like a high schooler, and he's trying to fit into. Uh, he builds a friend. Is it? Isn't? Isn't that like Monster High? <laughs> I don't know all the uh, details of, of Monster High, but I I think I've I've seen that character. Like I, it comes up because I watch Paramount and Monster High's on there, and they'll show me the previews, and they have a Frankenstein on there. Oh, okay. Which I never actually questioned that they made him. I'm like, oh, it's son of a Fra son of Frankenstein. So I never questioned that, but I think that would be pretty interesting. I think. They could redo all the classic horror films. Like, I want, I do and I don't. Another version of The Mummy. 
Well, the mummy isn't public I, domain. I, I want it. That one is uh, owned by Universal. Yeah, I. I think. I want it because I love the story. I love the original movie, and I love the Brendan Fraser movie. I don't want it because of what Tom Cruise did to that movie. To be fair, that's not Tom Cruise. Play. Wait, Tom wait, Cruise just acted in that movie. He didn't produce or make that movie. <laughs> Universal made that movie. Him being in the movie. <laughs> well, Universal and Tom Cruise. I just blame Tom Cruise. I'm, as I've said, I'm not a fan of his face. And I watched that movie and I had to stare Listen, at his face. That man like brought it. back cinema for the masses. <laughs> uh, I I like... Lately, every time I open up fucking Instagram, just to post something, maybe look at a few things, there's some shit like that on there. <laughs> it makes me not want to open up Instagram. <laughs> like, for like a week total, is all these actors, directors, shit talking Marvel. And I was like, okay. Then it was like <laughs> the guy t- who, in the movie talking about, you know, being anti-vax. Great. You just uh, like all this stuff, and then it's like now it says, and it's like, oh my god, can I not just open Instagram and see like a cute puppy anymore? <laughs> I just want to see a cute dog now. No, it's all discourse now. It's all chaos. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I also wish. Oh no, no, no go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say I also wish in looking at some of the other titles that are public domain, um, and this is probably the last one that stands out to me, but. Um, Alice in Wonderland. Um, I'm surprised that nobody has no, especially like streaming service, has like picked that up into a series. Like we haven't gotten an Alice in Wonderland. Like I think that would be really cool. If I'm really surprised like, no one's picked up the version. Any of you ever played the Alice games? No. Alice is. Uh, it's is a- it Alice in Borderland? No, that's a different thing. That's a manga turned into okay. a show. Okay. No, because um, I've seen that. I've seen that on the Netflix. Uh, yeah, it's good like, though. It looks I like. I like Alice in Borderland. Um, Is it anything like Alice in Wonderland? No. <laughs> okay. No. It's just the title is is a play on it. Yeah. I mean, there's like references, but it's not really supposed to be like Alice in Wonderland. It's just they're references for the sake of being like, hey, Alice in Wonderland type references. Ha 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 ha. But um, no, there was a series of games uh, called Alice in something. But it was like they were like gothic Alice in Wonderland games. And uh, they were um, really creepy. What is it? Why are you smelling books, Alex? <laughs> I, I can't help it. It's a small the book. That's up there. It's up there, but not as not as intrusive as when you ate your microphone. <laughs> that my sister. I think it was my sister laughed. She's like, you can see your thought process. She's like, you you look up and down quite a few times before doing it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, and it's all on camera now. But like, no, I mean, if you have an older book, you should sniff it. You always should sniff your older books. Because they smell good. You got all and up in there. It's very well loved and used. Yeah. <laughs> but, you have to get in there. Uh, but the, yeah, it's, a, it's, anyway, a really, it's basically like when if Wednesday Adams was Alice in Wonderland, basically. <laughs> it's what it is. Like the Cheshire Cat's all dark and creepy. It's It was a creepy series of games, but they were very popular um, back in like the 2000s. They were on PC. Um, 
I'm surprised no one's picked that up to make into a show, but I guess, you know, a lot of video game stuff has kind of been slowly making its way into like TV or like other media versions. Last of Us is like the most recent one, but um, you're right. I feel like I feel like it's because everyone still has a bad taste in their mouth from the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland movies that we've gotten recently. <laughs> I actually, I never liked any the of them. The first one wasn't too bad. I the first one I wasn't yeah, I too bad. All of them were like, I. It's not that they were bad. I just didn't really care for them that much. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter, her Queen of Hearts. I can s- still visualize that in her with the big hair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, but then again, it's like there's some stuff that just doesn't, for some reason, doesn't land. Like Tarzan. Any of y'all watched the the Alexander Skarsgård Tarzan movie that came out like how many years back? I for I forgot that uh, that was a thing. No, I'm thinking of a different one. No one will beat Brendan Fraser. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was George, <laughs> of, the George of the Jungle. But, that was um, a but different sure. story. <laughs> That I was, was a forget. different story. I, I mean, I mean, it basically is Tarzan. <laughs> it pretty much is. Yeah. I mean, but no one will beat Phil Collins. Like, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that Tarzan music alone makes that movie a classic. But the movie itself is a classic. Like, you can't beat that version of Tarzan. And it's because it's just it's just the book virtually. I mean, there's some changes here and there for sure. But for the most part, that is Tarzan. Like, That's you're not going to top that. I love Tarzan. I remember seeing um, uh, Disney on Ice when I was a kid, and Tarzan was one of the characters. Um, Did they have him shirtless on the ice, (laughs) or was it a costume? I don't remember, but I want to say it was, because I remember I had one of the collectible books. Um, I want to say he was wearing, like, a leotard, like like a, yeah, like a leotard. That was just like flesh colored. Oh, okay. I, I feel like you had to because it's actually cold. no. It's like I want to say around the eyes at the big arena. Actually, I want to no. Actually, he might have been. He might have been shirtless. I was say because that's like that's messed up. They're like he's like, can I please have a suit? Something? No, you get your shirtless sexy self out on that ice and you skate. Like, like Tarzan. Tarzan don't wear no shirt, so you don't wear no shirt. Get I'm out pretty there sure and that's skate. what it was. I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm hoping he wore pants because Tarzan wore no. A, I think that's what it was. Club, right? I think that's what I'm thinking of. Like up, up, up. Like the bottom up, he was exposed. But the the he had the you mean from the waist up, up. No shirt. Yeah, that's what same thing. Waist down the, and, had a loincloth. Waist down had the loincloth and, like and the and the and the leotard like the spandex like leggings uh, that blended okay. in with the um, skates, you know. Um, yeah, how that do stuff I feels like this? cruel because it's freezing out there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm like that's messed up. They got him out there freezing, yeah. so cold. Uh, but um, what was I saying? Oh, we were talking. Yeah, was I, talking I, about oh, yeah. Tarzan. <laughs> I love I love Tarzan as a kid. Probably one of my. Uh, it, especially the Phil Collins song "You'll Be in My Heart," mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of my like top five. Two hearts, one family. Especially, <laughs> especially the Usher version. Have y'all ever heard the Usher version of "You'll Be in My Heart"? No. 
listen to it no, after this episode ends because it's it's good. It's it's really good. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. Once once we stop, I'm gonna play it for y'all. Speaking of Disney movies that I'm like like based off public domain stuff because it's like Treasure Island is public domain. Uh, Disney made Treasure Planet though, which is based off Treasure Island, but it's just Treasure Island in space. But I want to see another Treasure Planet. Y'all making all these live action movies of movies that don't need to be remade and y'all going to avoid Treasure Planet. I know it didn't do well in the box office when it came out, but dang it, that's why this is a chance for it to redeem itself. A chance to do it again. (laughs) Literally the fans have been asking for it ever since Disney started doing live action remakes. That's what they should be doing is remakes of the movies that didn't succeed the first time. Because now you can do something different with it and make it cool and interesting, and maybe people will gravitate to it more now that it's like had some time. And they could even put it on Disney Plus. That's true too. <laughs> they have a streaming service, but I don't know. They might cheap they out on the budget though want. if they're putting it just straight to Disney Plus. Like if it's a movie, they're gonna put some money even into it. Disney's right. like even Disney's they- cheap projects are still pretty well funded. Right. Oh, I guess that's true. So they're they're not doing Treasure Planet. But they're doing a spinoff movie of the white guy from Aladdin <laughs> that the character that they added just for that movie. Right, he wasn't even in the original Aladdin. They made him up for that movie. <laughs> was there a big fan base for him after the movie came out? I, I, I didn't know, hear man. Wait, wait, are you being serious? <laughs> yeah, that's on the list. That's on the list. Wait. I thought that was a joke. No, I, no. I've heard that before. I, I now, granted, that was it could, a joke. It could always be canceled. And, and they haven't filmed a single piece of uh, imagery yet. But that is on the list, supposedly, is that they're making that movie. What is it called, Mark? My dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? I, I honestly thought it was a joke because it sounds ridiculous enough. I was like, oh, people are making, you know, funny about how, like, people who get, you know, the movies that get sequels. I didn't know that was ser- I've heard that for a couple of years. I didn't know people were being serious. I, <laughs> I genuinely thought it was a joke this whole time. Mm-hmm. I, I wish it fuck? was. <laughs> also, I've never seen Treasure Island, so I don't share your guys' passion for it to become a live action. But I like Atlantis. I don't think that's Disney, though. It is. Atlantis. Oh, Atlantis well, Atlantis. I would like Atlantis. Yeah. Atlantis, the movie with uh, like uh, Michael J. Fox and yeah. um, Kiva. That's the one that I feel like they, I feel like that's weird that they're avoiding that one. Well, they're, they're in talks. They've talked about doing Atlantis. But I'm like, all I these movies, Atlantis. y'all keep trying to race bend characters and add gay characters here and there because you know you didn't have them in the beginning. This is the one movie that has characters of color in it. And y'all ain't doing that one first? <laughs> you don't have to make yeah, up nothing. Like, they just, they just there. <laughs> yeah, that's an actually, and it's a, just a really good story, and it's fun, and it's cute, and it's like, why are you voting these like movies and like still making the remakes of the remakes of the fairy tales? That's why I'm saying fairy tales need to die a little bit. <laughs> they keep going back to the fairy. It's like, no, we get it. Cinderella has a happy ending. Can't tell Gretel kill the witch. We understand what's happening. Knock it off. One I would love to see, just because I'm like curious what you could do with it. Like you were talking about an action movie. I think this would be a cool action movie. Paul Bunyan. Oh. <laughs> Paul Bunyan. Is he just, public domain? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really cool. 
have a giant. Why haven't they done a Paul Bunyan movie? Yeah, it, but it would have to be done. It would. It couldn't be like an action comedy. It would. They would. They would have to take it seriously. I feel like. True. Paul Bunyan. Yeah. I don't feel like you could make that a serious movie. Um. Because what is his story? Just, I just know that he's a like a lumberjack. <sighs> It's uh, like Paul Bunyan is a giant lumberjack yeah. and a folk hero in American and Canadian folklore. His exploits revolve around tall tales of his superhuman labors, and he's customarily uh, customarily made by Babe the Blue Ox. Yeah, Babe the Blue Ox is like his pet that he has. Mm. Yeah, and he made him out of stone. How tall is he? How tall is Paul? Like Bunyan? a giant. <laughs> I feel like you could do something fun who, with it, but could, you, you know. Who would play Paul Bunyan? I feel like Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson is comes first <laughs> Dwayne Dwayne Johnson is the first thought, but I, no, no. <laughs> I don't need Paul Bunyan lifting his eyebrows at me. Uh, I would, I would, I would think of somebody like Nick Offerman be a fun Paul Bunyan. Oh, that could be. That could be fun. <gasps> oh, he would be perfect yeah, for that. Yeah. That'd be a fun. He is kind of like Paul mm-hmm. Bunyan. Or what about uh, a Ryan Reynolds? No. Cause that just be Deadpool as Paul Bunyan. No. Like I'm not in the mood <laughs> for his like same brand of humor. I love Ryan Reynolds. I think he's fantastic when he's like doing, he's actually being a character. As of late, he's just been Ryan Reynolds in various movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's made so many cameos in so many <laughs> movies yeah. and TV shows. I saw him on a TV show the other day. And it was just like, oh, hey, it's Ryan Reynolds. Like he's every, he's in cameoing in every. Well, to be fair, he, he does have like two. He a has camp. a lot of companies, so that's why he's in a lot of commercials. Yeah, yeah. Although he said, he said uh, after, um, after what was the Christmas movie that he was just in um, with The Rock? He was in a or not with uh, The Rock with uh, Will Ferrell with with Will Ferrell Spirit Spirited Spirited Away. I think it is. Maybe no. That's the that's the um, that's the uh, Miyazaki film. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you right. All right. I can look it. Not up. bad. Um, I didn't know there was. He made a Christmas movie. Yeah, a lot of people Christmas didn't know that. It kind of came and went. Um, hold on. I'm trying to find it. Spirited, just spirited. Okay, I think he said after that movie, he's going to take a little bit of a break. Well, because he's doing Deadpool I, I three. Would go into too. That's but that Deadpool three is not supposed to come out for like another like two years, two or three years. So who knows? He's still gonna pop out of places everywhere. Still Him and Channing Tatum. Yes, they like just cameo around. Channing Tatum they, too. Yeah. yeah, Channing Tatum just pops up out of nowhere. When he was in Bullet Train, I was like, oh my god, mm-hmm. <laughs> not in a bad way. He, just like I love that character though. Yeah, of course. And uh, of course, who else is a cameo in that movie? Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> also in that film. I, and they I were feel both like they're trying in, to out cameo um, each other. They were both in Free Guy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Channing Tatum does a cameo. In to that. be fair, at least Ryan Reynolds stars in Free Guy. Channing Tatum's kind of like right. a, a just Channing Tatum's. Yeah, but he's an actual character. I guess he's that's not just true. Like he is a, a cameo replacer. He he does play a part because he's very informative to them, or he's the avatar to the guy who's being informative to them. Mm-hmm. Um, where in Bullet Train, both of them are just like there for a couple minutes and then say some weird ass shit <laughs> or look badass walking <laughs> away from an explosion. 
uh, a lot of these Greek stories are also on this list too, like the Iliad and the Odyssey. I would like to see modern day versions of those. I think it'd be fun. I think you could do a lot. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't. Um, that's the the only thing is there's a lot of public domain stories that the problem is most people are used to the epic, t- like epic story, epic blockbusters that are something like a Marvel movie. Or, you know what I mean? Where it's like, it's why it's a surprise when something like a Top Gun Maverick does so well. Cause there's not an explosion every 20 seconds. <laughs> and can, you know what I mean? And there's not like tons of CG on the screen. It's just like, it's just a couple of guys and gals flying some jets. That's it. That's the movie. And it, and it did well. So it's like, I would love to see another version of the Iliad and the Odyssey, but. I don't know how well it would do because there's a lot of people who are like, yeah, but this is boring. Like, there's no like, where's like, like you'd have to do it like kind of like 300 style where you just start adding stuff that's not even in the story <laughs> to make it more epic just so you can make it more sellable as a blockbuster to get a bigger budget. Which is a shame because the Iliad and Odyssey are already pretty yeah. epic on their own. I don't know anymore because actually they uh, found... Yeah. Yes and no. It's very interesting. They're very good stories, but they found out the translation that we've all known for so long is actually very, very wrong and was tweaked. The people who originally translated it into English kind of kind of changed so much of the story. So I don't know if I'd like to see the new version of the actual words that have been written by the Odyssey, which, by the way, contains a lot more prostitutes than people think. Uh, <laughs> or like the same one, you know, we had to read in high school. Go- going on that, I'd love to see like a better version of King Arthur. I feel like we've gotten a lot of versions of them, but as of late, they haven't been very good. They were trying to blockbuster uh, it up. With- oh, yeah, but it's like the one. Well, what's the actor's name? He's blonde, and he was in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, I Char- Is it Charlie Hunnam? I'm not sure, but he he, he put it was, the movie's called. But Guy Arthur, Ritchie or, made it. That's yeah, that's it what like, I know about that movie. That, yeah. That's Guy Ritchie's King Arthur. Yeah, it was so boring. The entire thing was so boring, and the guy doing the entire movie is like, "I don't want to be king. I don't want to be king." And then the people are like, "You have to be king." And like, there's one person who's like, "He can't be king," and he's like, "He's right. I can't be king. I don't want to be king." And then at the end of the movie, he's like, "I'm king," and it's like, you. The whole time you could have literally <laughs> walked away from these people like you literally you you were bigger than most of them sir <laughs> you're a very large man you could have just pushed them and walked out and just the whole plot line was so boring and so sad i'm like i like the king arthur story i used to love that growing up and i know it's not the best interpretation but i really love merlin okay <laughs> the bc the bbc one i don't care what anybody says it's not good <laughs> I still love it. It's a, it's a better version. It's it's a better version than most. Like Listen, as the worst late. version of Merlin will always be the version of Merlin that was in Transformers, right? <laughs> like the, the Legend of the Knights or oh. whatever the stupid ass subtitle was for that trash movie, <laughs> like that last Transformers Michael Bay Transformers movie. <laughs> that trailer was so confusing because I saw like various scenes from the trailer. And suddenly they were like 
in the old west and then they were in this time and then they were mine i was like what the hell is going on with this movie it's because i was like is there time travel what is going on no they just live forever and affected human history but yet still never were discovered until shia labeouf's character that's because they made that up for that movie the first movie is the first time the transformers come and we know that because they literally fly in from meteors down to the ground so we're seeing them later for the first time and then they try to retcon like actually no they've been here the whole time and the movie lost me when it was showing pictures of people who have interacted with transformers and on that what list of people was frederick douglas and harriet freaking tubman and I'm like, are you kidding me? What are you trying to say? There's a Transformers train that was on the actual Underground Railroad out here shipping slaves away from the Decepticons? I (laughs) totally forgot about that. And I'm mad at you now for triggering that. (laughs) The fact that... What do you think they were trying to do? Um, This topic during Black History Month and as you two are black men, what do you think they were trying to do? Do you think they were trying to like be like, we were part of Black History and we were on the right side. Let's make sure that's a thing. Let's make sure nobody thought we were fighting on the other side of the Civil War. We want to make it very clear. Or do you think they were like, well, let's just add in these two you know, black historians and like, we'll see how it goes from there. Come on, y'all. Let's hop on this here robot and get on out of here on this plantation. (laughs) It's like, why did, they should have just gone all the way and and suggested (laughs) that, uh, that, like the Transformers were fighting the Nazis. Right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just put yourself on all the best sides of history. (laughs) Clearly, Transformers aren't very good because, like, that shit still went on for many, 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 <laughs> many, many, many it's like generations. Like, so y'all like, open. <laughs> yeah, so like y'all it's saw like, so that, y'all and then y'all continued, years. right, to free all the slaves. All you had to do was literally walk in and just start slaughtering humans left and right. Just like shut, like Why? shut the boats down. So, y'all can fly. Right, so, so either y'all weren't good at it. Or y'all just jumped on the bandwagon too late in the game, <laughs> or both. Yeah, and then you got a good point. They didn't. Uh, they didn't really help in uh, World War Two, apparently, either. You know, they kind of let everything happen. They're like, well, you know, it's human business. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you see? We're not clearly doing good. Human business <laughs> is not working out well for people. Uh, like you know, last character that I think would be interesting to see. Uh, like for me. To, I think it'd be interesting to see in public domain, like them do something with, um, is a uh, freaking, uh, even though I know we've gotten a recent version, but still King Kong, <laughs> I would like to see like them do some different stuff with King Kong. Like, cause now, well, right now we're doing the same stuff we always do. Have him fight giant monsters and then like all that stuff. But I think it'd be cool if like, maybe they have like a thing where it's like, I don't know, like King Kong in space or something. <laughs> And King, I feel like King Kong is tricky because he's like in and out of the public domain. Because I remember looking this up for work, like his likeness or whatever is not in the public domain, but his, but something, another aspect of him is not. It's really weird. And and that's what I mentioned earlier about like public domain, not, you know, not meaning exactly what public domain means. 
Because they're like, oh, it's the story. Well, no, it's actually just the character. The story, you can free to use and just take out the character and it's cool. Oh, but the characters are cool, but you can't use their stories. You know, it's this whole like, is this story and are these characters public domain or have you picked apart the stories and now you have to like decide what is and what not. And that's where those like little loopholes and legalities come in where they're like, oh, we're going to see you because you use the likeness. Well, they're like, well, no, the story is public domain, not the character. Right. And that's how like Tinkerbell is still not public domain, but Peter Pan is. Mm-hmm. It's those weird little legalities. I can see that because isn't there another giant ape that's very destructive of cities? Well, I mean, there's like the only ones I can so, think of is like Rampage was a thing, but that's based off a video game. Mighty Joe Young, which is a movie nobody's talked about in years. I have not even heard of it. It's a Disney movie about a giant ape. It's 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 not good. Um, it's like it's all right at best. Uh, so the. The short answer is, I just looked at the article. The short answer is King Kong's original novelization is in the public domain. However, several companies and estates own the rights to certain versions accumulated from a lengthy history of copyright tennis. So Warner, RKO, like still own aspects of King Kong. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, those are the fun little loopholes where it's like, they can still get you. They, they'll get you Yeah. when you use a story and if they don't like the version of it. Um, for me, the last character I would like to see a new like version of, I think would be the Pied Piper. Because mm. he's public domain and his story is a lot, a lot darker than people remember oh, it's it sometimes. very dark. Very it's very dark. He takes the children and kills yeah, them, basically. It's because the parents are it's greedy. It's a classic tale of, hey, listen, pay your debts. <laughs> <laughs> it's also the fuck around and find out. You yeah, really find. yeah, for real. <laughs> it's a it's a fuck around and find out story. <laughs> they, y'all, y'all um, thought it was playing. Somebody, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I think a a modern version of that almost would be kind of cool, like going to a small town and they're trying to clear clear this out or that, or kind of even like making the Pied Piper into kind of like even a witcher where they hire him to like help out and everything. And then he's like, hey, well, this is what's going to happen now. Children are going to become little mutants like me or something. I think the Pied Piper has so much more. I can't think of any words right now. Has so much more promise than people think. And because it's such a short story too, mm-hmm. but there's a lot in there that can be used. Um, you could do a great so thing yeah, where it's Pied like Piper a, or something. Like a mix between Pie, like Pie Piper and Puss in Boots, yeah. like in like the same movie. That could be really cool. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I heard the Puss in Boots movie is excellent. It's been nominated for an Oscar. <gasps> I want to watch it. Mm-hmm. It looks so cute. I've heard it's really. My I girlfriend my watched it. She said it was really good. So I'm I'm excited to see it. Um, I don't really have a last title for me um but i was just thinking about so uh there's a website that i've talked about on here before called hit record uh founded by joseph gordon levitt and um basically you can create anything collaborate with people around the world um on different projects movies short films uh animations songs whatever uh and basically the concept the concept of the website, anything you upload um, either has to be your original work 
uh, or already in the public domain because it can be remixed and recreated with credit, of course, um, and used in other people's projects, or you could use anything um, for your unique project. Um, so I remember when I was uh, doing the Virtual Monuments Project, all of the stuff that I had to look for uh, had to either be on the website or in public domain. Um, so me or the website didn't get sued. Uh, so that's, <laughs> that's that, 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 the whole website is, is essentially like that concept of being in the public domain and, um, using resources from different aspects of, uh, different stories or, or media to create a new thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really good. I like, uh, hit record. I got on that website. I haven't really uploaded anything. I kind of haven't had the time but i would like to start working on it more and that's where you did that like awesome like what almost was like a quarantine play <laughs> on there yeah was that, that yeah that was yeah. That hit record uh yeah what? i watched that during my oh no that was that was for my acting class oh that was for your acting class yeah oh, okay <laughs> i was like i remember both those actually no i, I remember now they hit record video now both of those i watched at my day job uh so i mean clearly that's where i watch a lot of stuff now um (laughs) with your play that was funny because i was so worried because it was like over zoom right i was worried i didn't have them i had to double i kept double checking my mic because as soon as the play started a call came in and i'm like hello (laughs) okay I like kept doing that because i'm like you've done better than that one time we Um, went to that play with uh rob (laughs) And he had that can of beer he brought, and he just like, hey, oh Jesus, it. yeah, it was like the the woman in black. No, I think? this was one of Jonathan's plays. Jonathan was oh, in it. Oh <laughs> yeah! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, was that? I remember when you guys all went um, uh, ninety nine tropes. Yes, and we were yeah. there, and just like, like tried to open, tried to see, like secretly open it. He's like, Ugh. I was like, what the. Fuck? <laughs> you come. It was so loud, and you were on the, the side too. <laughs> you were like on stage too, so we're like, "Oh shit, Jonathan's definitely gonna know." We're all here now. It's like we were trying to do a little surprise, was, be supportive, I, and then like it's one of things where you feel like an yeah, embarrassed parent because I was just because all these people were looking back like. Because <laughs> like, he also did it during like a silent scene where like everybody's pausing for dramatic effect, and that's when he's like, "This is a good time to open a can. Perfect timing." <laughs> it's like you could have waited. There was a lot of shouting in one of the scenes. I remember. <laughs> could have waited. <laughs> <sighs> I did wonder. I was like, "Did is Jonathan stage hear that?" Public domain? The, I think the Anastasia is. I. What was that? I'm sorry. I'm pretty I, sure Anastasia um, is. Did you Anastasia? Is that public domain? Let me see. Her, that's one of my favorite Disney story or movies. I don't. It's not Disney. But um, did you ever hear that can on stage? I do not remember hearing it. No, I, I remember hearing you guys like during intermission, um, talking and stuff. So I knew you guys were there. I could like hear you on the other side talking. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, I think I mostly heard my Kaylee's voice travels. Yeah, Kaylee. I was like, my voice travels. Kaylee has a very boisterous laugh. 
Um, uh, I think it is. So, At yeah. least the original version, Grand Duchess Anastasia of Russia, is in uh, the public domain. Yes, that's always been my favorite. Like, like the that's because I think that Princess is story? that a nonfiction book? Is it, is it? The Grand Duchess Anastasia of Russia. Mm. It's a historical fiction. Oh, okay. Because it it is based off the Romanovs, so it is based off a lot of the family members and a certain event that occurred mm-hmm. that would have separated and i think it was like a rumored that there was the little girl who survived everything the Roma- what happened with the romanovs and that you know she's the princess of russia or you know stuff like that but nobody ever found out if it was true or not or i i don't know i don't actually know the full real story i just remember the cartoon movie and that was always my favorite thing i still sing that song all the time where she's dancing in the ballroom that is like one of the songs you'll just hear me like coming around um i'd like to see a more not not modern i absolutely don't want to see a, whatever they're modern trying to do but i think i would like to see like a live action version of that i know there's a play mm-hmm. and i i'm dying to for that to come to seattle why it's not coming to seattle i don't know but i'm still holding on to hope um so that would be definitely something I I wouldn't mind seeing a live action with. I think unless they make it really gaudy, it's a it's kind of a hard story to ruin. And it's one of those pretty like, you know, rags to riches. But then you give it all up for love, which is kind of stupid. But, you know, people <laughs> all have their own priorities. So, yeah, so those are some of uh-huh. our picks of uh, things we'd like to see in the public domain and public domain stories that we're interested in. Comment below. Tell us, audience, what public domain stories you would like to see. Or if you have a pitch of what you think would be a cool public domain character or book that would make a great TV show or movie or, or I don't know, comic book even. Like, comment below. Tell us what you think. Yes. And it is time for socials. Socials. Jerome. Uh, Where can people find you? I am at at not Jerome Rett on Instagram as well as at RoboZooMedia and at Jerome underscore the underscore show where you can find other stuff I'm working on. In fact, actually, I, I can announce uh, my short story for DC Comics finally coming out. Be out May 20th on hey. shelves in a, com- a compilation Woo. book along with me and the other 23 Milestone Initiative cohort that I am a part of. So uh, support all of them. And in fact, you can pick some of their stuff up now picking up uh, DC Power number one that's already out. Uh, some of the Milestone uh, Initiative folks have already started working on that. So, you know, like have their works in that, including Morgan Hampton working on Cyborg. Uh, my my fellow artist friend, uh, Peterson Oliveira, who's uh, done some art in that book too. So pick it up, pick up both of those um, when they come. Well, pick up the one when it comes out May 20th, but pick up DC Power now. You can go to your local comic book store and get it right now. Um, but, as far as things for the first ones to die, if you want other content that you can't get on all the streaming services and stuff like that, go on over to the YouTube channel at the first ones to die to see all the fun stuff we got going on here that is cool and interesting, uh, like mini reviews, book reviews, gaming videos, vlogs, all types of stuff. It's all over there. So go over there and video versions also of all the podcasts. So if you want to see our beautiful faces, go on over there, check that out. Um, Alex, you go. <laughs> uh, okay. 
Uh, you can find me at Alex and Nobody on Instagram and on TikTok. And the TikTok is also where you can find the podcast, The First Ones to Die, where I post little clips of the shows, humorous things we have done, uh, give you a heads up to shows that we, or shows, movies, or other topics we may be reviewing or talking about ahead of time, as well as little clips of me, you know, talking about the shows or movies or whatever I'm watching at the time. And, you know, just having fun. Uh, come join us over there. And what about you, Jonathan? What you doing? Where yeah, you at? You can follow me, find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, whatever you please. Please follow us at First Ones to Die everywhere. Uh, you can email us at firstmonthstodie at gmail.com. We'd love to give you feedback. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and give us a like and subscribe. If you're listening to us on the audio, go ahead and give us five stars. And you would love to know. Uh, your feedback and next week Ant-Man see see what I did there because he's so small his voice gets all high he's all Ant-Man so Ant-Man <laughs> the wasp Quantumania is the next review uh, we'll be there next week to talk about it uh, you're probably already talking about it now but uh, you're just gonna have to wait for our review so Sit back, yo. Watch it again before next. Yeah, watch it again so that way you can be refreshed up, and then the next Monday, you can come right back here and listen to some podcast goodness as we talk about Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Media and how Jonathan Majors is clearly going to stomp Paul Rudd because you've seen that man's muscles. The man's got muscles, all type of muscles. It's kind of scary, actually. He's too big. You don't need to be that big. You should kick him out of the gym. He can play Bob Bunyan. <laughs> Jonathan Majors can play Paul Bunyan. He's big enough. That's for he sure. He can play man. Paul Bunyan. He's a giant man. Yeah. All right. He's Paul Bunyan. There we go. We've cast him. Making it happen. Yeah. Now just to write the lead. script and get a studio on That's right. I think we still have to write. Let's start with the script first. <laughs> All right. But until then, we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.